Boy, Andrew, I'm really tired. Okay. We have to watch, we have to record an episode. Not really. But we have to. Oh, right, because, yeah, yes and yes. we should do it right now. Yeah, uh, the fans will be disappointed if we don't. Yeah, I mean, if they're not doing great, we can just plug them into the wall. Yeah. Charge them up again. Yeah, the fans will be absolutely spinning about this episode. Yeah, alright, let's get the, roll the music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to One Semester. My name is Jacob Marscola, his name is Andrew Mister, and we are both invisible. One of those things is a lie. Andrew, how's it going? Andrew, where are you? Ah! What the? Ow! You just got slapped in the face oh. by invisible Andrew Mister. Oh, Kitchen goes! Oh, man. That's my new Was that always phrase. your catchphrase? Kitchen goes? Kitchen goes? Yeah. I feel like that just became your thing. Yeah. No, it always been. Um, actually, it's because I'm sponsored by Kachingos. It's a grocery store in Arkansas. You have to say that every yeah. time you do something. Yeah. It, that sounds like, right? Yeah, probably. What am I confusing that for? Uh, Plinko? Yeah. That's a game. No, but there's something that sounds like Kachink- that. Kachinko. Pachinko. That's no, a thing. That Nick Cage did a commercial for it. He did? Pachinko. How, tell me how your day went, and I will look up Yeah. Pachinko. Well, I'm not going to tell you about my day. I'm going to tell you about the last week, because uh-huh. last week has been really fun. We uh, started with the 1975, uh, the band. I saw them in concert in Camden, New Jersey. How was that? It was good. It was my first like real concert ever. So I have nothing to compare it to besides uh, Offset's performance at Hoops Mania last year. Wow. Um, but it was really cool. I would highly recommend anyone listening to like look up the like videos of or like pictures of the set. Of the set, yeah, because you sent me a pic- picture yeah, and Owen did too. It was like this like split level house that apparently Maddie, the the um, lead singer, says kind of looks like his old house, uh-huh. like his his home. Kid, what's the word when you were a kid? Hometown. Uh, yeah, like that home, thing. Childhood home. Yeah, childhood, childhood home. home. Looks like that. Um, and they really like filled the space, made it feel like it wasn't just like, oh, it's a house on the stage, but like you were actually watching people walk around in a house. Mm-hmm. And that's before even like the music, even. Um, I love the band. It was really fun to see them play live. I also had that moment where it's like, Oh, yeah, I guess you are, like, a real person and not, like, an AI that my, like, computer has formulated for me based on, on, on who I am. Yeah, you described it to me as, like, a performance. Yeah, the, it was basically two parts. The first half was, like, very much, like, an art piece performance with their new album. And then the second half was them playing, like, previous albums of music that was, like, all right, let's rock and roll. And it was mm-hmm. a cool, like, kind of... it. The, the thing I kind of saw about it online afterwards was, like, it's the dichotomy of, like who Maddie is and what he feels like he needs and wants to say versus what people want Maddie and the band to be and want them to do. Mm-hmm. You know, he yeah. has all these, all the stuff he needs to get off his chest that he's upset about, but also music man, play, play, play fun music, please. Yeah. I, when you say that, not to derail from what you've been doing, but just a quick side, I, I think of when you say that, I think of Rick and Morty only because 
No, I'm with that, you. Like, that is that is 100% what a lot of their writing is, trying to tell their audience how they feel as writers. And then, like, like a lot of their writing is really meta and really, like, uh, and, like, sometimes on the nose for the sake of being on the nose and sometimes on the nose for the sake of telling their audience, hey, this is how we feel. You want us to do this. We want to do this. Like, writers and artists can do that. It's really cool when they do. There's a real vein of, like, art as a whole and media that is having that kind of conversation. And I feel like you and I are friends because we both deeply enjoy that and want to eventually put our voices into that. Yeah, definitely. That, that, I, I so enjoy if you want to hire us... I mean, we... you Kachingo. Kachingo. <laughs> How was the rest of your week? Uh, after that... Uh, like, the day or two later, you and I saw Wakanda Forever. Which was, wow. As we said in episode 21 with uh, Nobi Doherty, mm-hmm. um, we cried. And I think we did. I think, I think, I, I think I definitely, there were moments where I was, like, eating my fist. If you yeah, know where I, mean. I you no. Know, no, you know when someone's, like. Describe to the audience you eating your fist. Does no one know what his I mean? His whole fist. No, no, my whole mouth. fist. Tonight. He was starting to chew a little bit. He was like, "Man, if this didn't hurt so much, I would keep eating." No. Also, I really wish I wiped earlier. Today. <laughs> that 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 yeah, I know that exactly motion. I think you've actually described that kind of motion uh, in previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, but like I did that. There was a few times where like a lot. I was just sitting there like with my fist on my lips, just like. Yeah, um, it, it's definitely a much more kind of emotional Marvel movie, but mm-hmm. they took a risk to try to do that instead of just, haha, punch, punch. Yeah. It's Wakanda! Mm-hmm. Like, th- I, they really took their time with the emotional beats, and I think it was well worth it. And I think that this was a nice, like, pausing place before Ant-Man and the Wasp and three or four years of Quantumania and Kang the Conqueror. It's I mean, a it's, nice it's breather. Ep- yeah, it's, it's like what we didn't get in the last three phases, which, like, I don't know if we needed it. It's just right. a, it's a different feel. And right. it definitely sets this saga mm-hmm. a, a, apart from the Infinity And saga. I also think in this one, people weren't hoping for it to all connect the way that, like, Thor and... yeah. The movies before Thor, the people were like, this this better connect. I better and, see and a post credit scene. If, it, if I don't see Kang, I'm going to, I don't know, sell my AMC stock that I bought during the pandemic yeah. and made so much money with. Um, is that what people are doing? Yeah, probably. Okay. I'm not a business major. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> uh, wait, I am. Uh, shoot. Yeah. I, I, I am a reference movie. episode 10. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, it was great though. I don't want to say too much about right. it, just because like it, you need to go experience it yourself. Yeah, listeners. this is coming out uh, the Friday a week after it came out. Week after it came I out, I feel like you got people wait probably like a week have or seen two. it. Yeah, yeah. And then, oh, and then Saturday, Ridiculum, the improv stand-up club did like a whole Survivor. Yeah, that was quite an experience. I was which very... Andrew solely ran with like a little bit of help from Owen our friend uh yeah. like Andrew put that all together and as Andrew has said in the past he would rather make the cool thing than do the cool thing himself yeah which like do I would do I wish I could have done it a thousand I'm sure percent. you I'm sure but, you like, did but watching you saw it from, how it elaborate it was no one was gonna do it as elaborate as I would. no no one would and if anyone would it would only because be because you've now done it yeah yeah you know I'm someone who really loves the experience of things and so I really wanted to give people an experience so that was really cool it was quite an experience despite the fact that I did not make it very long in the game I still enjoyed what I could see from the outside which is good that's what I was kind of hoping for the people who got out early and then the last thing and then I swear your question of how was your day will finally conclude its <laughs> answer um so I I've been posting 
on Spotify my music that I write. And we talked about Hurdles, episode six. We talked about Rasa Studios in another episode. I noticed like a week and a half ago that I had increased from my like average of like two to six listeners per day Mm -hmm. to like 20. And that I averaged from like 20 streams to like a hundred, 200 streams. And I was like, wow, something has changed. Something's happened. Something's happened. And it had been like that for maybe 10 days now. And I didn't know what it was. And then someone at Rasa Studios reached out and was like, hey, I, I, I can't prove this to you yet, but I see a playlist on Spotify that would seem to be by the Twitch streamer Tubbo, who has about 5 million followers on Twitch. Mm-hmm. And your music's on there. And then, like, the day after that, they were like, oh, here he is on stream, like, with your music in the background. So my music is getting played by someone who has 5 million followers on Twitch. Which yeah. It's just a really cool thing. I don't know how to, like, do much more beyond it. I tweeted out at him at one of his accounts. I don't know if it was the right account. Yeah. But I tweeted out at it and no response, not expecting it, but just, like, putting that on my Twitter timeline to mark that it happened. Yeah. Because it did. It did. He, and Andrew played cool. me the clip when he found out about it yesterday. Or he didn't find out about it yesterday, but he showed me yesterday. And immediately I was like, no, yeah, that's the... No, I, I found out this. about it yesterday. That oh, was, was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yesterday. Oh, okay. Are you, are, are, doing, are you doing a joke with me or you actually found out about no, it? No, like Sunday. We're recording Monday. Yeah. On Sunday, when you walked into the room and talked to me, I'd found out maybe an hour prior. Oh, wow. Okay. I was like literally fresh on my mind. I just found out. Jeez, wow. No, yeah. but I immediately I was like, "Yeah, that's your that's your track." It was, <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy to hear that. So, so how was your day? <laughs> my day today, I don't know. Long um, long journey to long get to journey, the, to get to the beginning of the podcast. I, how was your day, Jacob? Um, you know, cool. Anyways, today's <laughs> topic. It's a it's a somber day for me. Um, it's a somber day. Don't worry, I'm okay. Uh. But today marks two years, well, I guess midnight this morning, marks two years since Unis Honest was deleted. And Andrew has an idea of what that is, uh, and listeners that have paid attention sort of have an idea of what that is. And it was sort of this project that happened, started technically three years ago, that is inspired, like, generally the message that one semester gives out, which is that stuff's finite and stuff can still be funny. And stuff has an end. Uh, and that, uh, yester- yesterday I was, like, watching a lot of videos on it. And, like, uh, the two creators, Ethan and Mark, who created it, released videos about it. And people were, like, talking about it on Reddit. Yes, Basically, yesterday was all of, like, everyone getting ready to celebrate the end. Mm-hmm. Or two years since the end. And then today it's so weird. Like, I'm trying, I'm thinking back on, like, how I felt a year ago, two years ago. Two years ago, after it deleted, it was quite the 3 a.m. Because, like, 3 a.m. is when they deleted it because they live in California. And it was, like, such a weird feeling. And I'm, like, scared that I'm going to get that feeling, like, when one semester right. is at its end. And I'm just reliving it. But it, it's 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 fun because it, it feels different than it did a year ago. But it still feels somber but, like, in celebration. Uh, which is, like, crazy just that it's been that long. Um, and I feel bad. I should have worn my shirt. I was planning on wearing my shirt today, and I didn't wear my Unisana shirt. But yeah, how, how does one it feel? One anus. What? <laughs> yeah, one anus. Yeah, they've never heard of that before. Yeah. How does it feel to hear me talk about this thing that I was at the beginning, and you literally didn't know about it, Phil? Right, and it's funny because it's like 
you can't even show it to me because it's deleted. Like, yeah, technically there's clips. Technically there's clips. But it's like, I will never, there is no way I can ever experience it. Yeah. Which is, so, I, like, I didn't realize that it was such a special thing because I was there from the beginning because I just, like, happened to be, I, I watched Mark and I watched Ethan. Uh, mm-hmm. And I did, it didn't even occur to me until um, last year when I was talking to my RA, I had my Unis Honest shirt on and he went, oh, I found out about that the day it was going to get deleted. And he and I was like, no, that's horrible. And he was like, yeah, I just watched as many as I could and then watched the live stream. It's just so weird to have a perspective of I've seen the whole thing, which is not usually something. Right. I don't I don't usually have the whole perspective of something. I usually am like, oh, I I wasn't there. I don't know why. I immediately thought of 9-11. But just because, like, I wasn't there for it, but I heard stories of people that were alive during it. Okay. Like, that's okay. It's, it's a different. It's, it's uh, not a great, not uh, a great not example. Metaphor, but I understand. Or your the point. moon landing. How about that? We'll talk because right. I was, I was not... just gonna go with like, oh, you know, maybe you had a friend who died, and you're like, oh, I love this person. They were so important to me. Mm-hmm. But like, I had never, I would have never met them. There's yeah. no way for you to ever show me who they are. There isn't. I, like, even if I showed you, again, like, clips on YouTube of who they were. It's not, it's like, not the, the authentic same. thing. To, you have to be there. You have to be and there. And I think that is, there's a, there's a nice message about, like, hey, go do things. Because, like, you got to be there. Yeah. You can't just, like, watch it on YouTube. Like, the concert, for example, mm-hmm. I was at. Yeah, you can watch. There's, like, a whole stream of it from the one at Madison Square Garden. So you could, like, watch that concert. Yeah. You'd still get a lot of it. But it's different when you're in the room. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, so, it's, so, it's, so, it's definitely different when you're there. Go be in the room. Go be One in semester. Yeah, stay in the room while we're here. Pachingo. Pachingo. No, cut. When we're done, I found the clip of Nicolas Cage. Like, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to show you the clip. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I wanted to also talk about YouTube today. Yeah. Because um, we kind of talked about it. Yeah, YouTube's interesting. Um, and also, it's just the fact that it's been around for so long and it's been. Oh, you um, want to talk about my tube? My tube? No. You. No. All tube. All tube. All tube. Okay. That seems like a thing they Alt-tube. would do. Tube. All tube. Alternative tube. It's like it's like people who are like, I'm on Capybara talk. I'm on snail talk. I'm on alt tube. I'm on alt tube. <laughs> I'm on drugs. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, all right, buddy. Uh, but you, uh, like, do you watch much YouTube right now? Not much. Well, that's a lie. And I, I do watch YouTube. There are channels that I am very religious about. So, like... SB Nation is a sports one. It's kind of storytelling in sports. Mm-hmm. I watch that. Um, yeah. They had like a two and a half hour documentary they just released. And I'm and I'm like slowly working through it. Mm-hmm. Um, I watch Tom Scott. I don't know if you know he's... I've heard of Tom British Scott. British guy. Every Monday he releases a video. He's like, hey, this cool thing. Look at that. Yeah. That's uh, a really cool channel. Um, uh, Last week tonight, uh, The Late Show with Seth Meyers. Uh, or no, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert. The Tonight Show. The Late Show. I can't remember. It's All just, the shows. Yeah, Colbert and Myers I watch. John Oliver I watch. I'm subscribed to a few more channels that I'm not as, like, frequent on. You know what? Why don't I just pull up my subscriber Yeah, we could feed? look up the... Because it's not... I, I don't watch the people I used to. We can go back and talk about, like, the channels we used to love and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, most of the channels that I consistently watch now, other than ones that I've, like... Re- like, ones that I... I've been watching a few of the channels that I still watch for, like, a long time. But it's weird that my discovery of some channels has made it so that I watch other channels now. Right. 
Um, I'll, I'll, I'm just going to go through and highlight a few real, oh, real quick. Uh, I now am subscribed to Watcher, which is where Ryan and Shane from the BuzzFeed Unsolved Network mm -hmm. went. And they do ghost videos still. That's fun. Mm -hmm. I'm uh, subscribed to some like survivor channels like Peridium and Idled Out that are like analysis of the game. They analyze survivor. survivor. Okay. Um, pretty much it. How it should have ended. Mister Sunday movies. Nando V movies. How are it should have ended. Like, That's a good are one. all like kind of pop culture movie mm -hmm. um, YouTube channels. Cinema Sins is on there. Yeah. Uh, Epic Rap Battles of History is a great music one. Mm -hmm. um, and then other ones. That I the last ones I want to point out are Villanova Television because mm -hmm. I took subscribe up on them. Uh, now Jacob Marscola's haha ha, funny joke, um, and Rasta Studios the one I do Minecraft for. So those are the ones I like most follow. I'm subscribed to other ones, but it's like I'm subscribed to them because I'm not ready to let go. Whereas, like, I finally unsubscribed from, like, Markiplier, like, a year or two ago. Oh, that's so sad. But, like, I had stopped watching his videos, like, oh, five or six years that ago. Hurts. And I, but I was like, I, I don't want to unsub because he deserves this subscription because yeah. he, he thoroughly entertained me. Mm -hmm. And that was at a point where I was like, I really don't watch you anymore. It, it gets to a point, I think, where, like, uh, you want to stay with them. But if anyone actually is aware, despite the fact that you're only one person, but still... If someone is subscribed to a channel but doesn't actually watch, that like messes with their with like the analytics right. of and, a channel, right? Which is like so you wanna you both want to stay subscribed and unsubscribed for the support of that YouTuber mm -hmm. that you don't watch anymore, right? I am a avid watcher of Markiplier now, and I actually like. What is he even doing now? So, I mean, a ton. He's still doing like gaming and stuff. Actually, the most recent video that he uploaded was uh, it's it's titled Mori, uh, which is like was one of the um. Him and Ethan, it was mm -hmm. the videos they uploaded to Honor Unis Honus. Um, it was actually really cool. So Ethan uploaded a video, um, and Mark uploaded a video, but they were it was them talking to each other at the same time, but one of them just had Ethan's audio, one of them just had Mark's, so you play them at the same time and try to get their conversation. It was really creative, it was really fun. Uh, but, I mean, he just does, like, gaming. Um, he makes, but not just gaming, I mean, he, he does plenty of, like, big projects. One of his biggest projects that he just got done with or not just got done with but was something called in space with markiplier which was like a youtube originals pick your own adventure kind of thing where you like pick a video at the end and he's done stuff there was like the that. bank heist one i remember, uh, heist with markiplier heist was with really Mar great i remember watching that that was the first time that was the first time he got like funded by youtube uh -huh. to do it and in space was like on a whole other level it, it's nominated for an emmy whoa which is crazy because there's there is a category I, I didn't even realize there's a category for like I think something like choose your own or some, something like interactive interactive uh, okay. projects, which is I'm great. sure that got stemmed from uh, was it Black Mirror's yeah Black Mirror's Bandersnatch yeah, yeah that, sure that that probably is how that category mm -hmm. got brought to the light. I mean, he just he does a bunch of stuff and he's just super entertaining. He's got a podcast. He's got two podcasts now, which I listen to. Um, I got two podcasts. You do. I have one. Semester. <laughs> I was like, are you going to finish that? Yeah, yeah. One semester. Kitchen go. Yeah, you know what YouTube channel you should be subscribed to? One semester's YouTube channel. Yeah. I'm finally putting work into that YouTube yeah. channel. Can I, can I, I'm going to reveal something. And what? it's really me that I'm going to do this. Go ahead. You have clipped so many videos mm -hmm. that are one minute and one second long. 
and they are not becoming YouTube shorts. Are they, they are not? going up as full videos. Are you sure about that? Yes, because I have watched multiple go up. Wait, really? Like, is Jacob doing this as a bit? No, no, no. Or does he not know? No, I've, I, I've been editing them, making sure. I don't see any. Hey, viewers, you're about to watch Jacob discover this big, this big goof. They're shorts. I see them as shorts. They're showing up as shorts here. Are there not videos that show up a minute? I see a minute, one second. Let's see what... No. No! (laughs) Here's the thing. I have edited them to make them a minute. I think sometimes YouTube adds a second. Because I have done that. Yeah, okay, YouTube I have... No, this is not happening. How many many of these? Oh, there's a few of them. Oh my god, no! There's not... Oh, that's a lot. No, that's not a lot. That's not a lot. There's only one, two, three, I didn't three, say a lot. Four. I said a few. Four. Okay, so that's okay. not bad. So most of the shorts are yeah. still shorts. Yeah, most of the shorts are still shorts. There's just a few that I was like, uh-oh. <sighs> you waited till now to let me know, too. I mean, <laughs> to be fair, some of these have only been up for five days. Right. Two, like, one day. You, you delete them, you take them down. Maybe I'll leave them as a bit. I don't care. Yeah, honestly. it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. Um... Especially since, like, when when we I started doing this, Andrew was like, we should really hop on the shorts. And I was like, all right, I'll do that. Yeah. And four of them just aren't. Yeah, because I've learned that shorts really make a big difference. You can get a lot further. For example, on my YouTube channel, Andrew Mister, um, I've put up some short. I'm putting up shorts of me doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. I just did. I performed at Greenwich Village Comedy Club. The YouTube video that I posted of myself doing it and I shared had has 55 views today. Mm-hmm. The short that I uploaded at the same time has 1.3 thousand views. Yeah, which is... I mean, it makes sense why, because YouTube's just trying to capitalize off of this, which is, like, fine. Like, TikTok right. doesn't have, like, copyright on vertical video entertainment. That's just all they are on TikTok. Right. So YouTube's Insta- trying to do both. And Instagram's there, too. So I was like, I put the same video up on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Because mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll reach different people there. I don't need to find a million viewers today, but if I can find one person who's like, follow. Yeah. That's all I'm trying to do right that, Yeah, now. no, it's crazy. Just, it, like, I know when I was doing, I was, like, I, I've met, I messed around with sketch comedy, started doing it in this summer, just, like, doing my own shit on Haha ha Jacob. Uh, and, like, I did one short, just not even because I wanted to do a short, just because I was like, th- this would be funny as a vertical video. It looks like, mm-hmm. like a Snapchat video instead. And I didn't even realize, like, what that shorts would, like, blow up. And I was like, why do people like this one so much more than ones that I put so much effort into? Yep. That's, like, four minutes long. Yep. And I realized, oh. And it's you know what's kind of crazy is it's kind of harkening back to what old YouTube used to be. Before there was, like, that ten-minute rule was, like, you could get ads only. Like, all of a sudden, there was a point in YouTube, if you don't know, where YouTube started doing ads. And, like, these YouTubers had to stress about making their videos ten minutes at least so they could get ads on their videos. But before then, people were making just really good four-minute videos. And then people, there was a culture around the time when it started that people were joking about, I've got to make it ten minutes, I wonder what I'm going to do. And some people would actually put effort into it to make it ten minutes. Some people would literally just do the thing where you put the thumbnail and the rest of the video to make it 10 minutes. Like, it's crazy that it's kind of going back to these short things. It's just different, and YouTube's found a way to allow that to occur again, which is fun. I like that vertical media has kind of made its way into being usable. 
You're looking at me like I just threw a bunch of words at you. Yeah, that's crazy, yeah, Jacob. Weird, you right? were like, you know what's crazy? And I, you said that, and my brain went, whatever he says, you're just going to be like, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, And yeah. as, as you kept talking, I was like, this joke's going to get less funny because the, the joke I'm going to make is getting temporarily further it's and getting further, further away. away and I'm, yeah, just, I'm looking at you. And in my head, I was like, mm-hmm. He's, he wants to do something. But to your point, it's, it, it doesn't have to be vertical media. Like, we could just, like, make horizontal media that same way that you could swipe through it you know yeah it's just that for some reason i mean i think it's interesting the way the it's interesting how different you feel uh watching media on youtube or tiktok depending on like the composition of it it's interesting like how that changes how you feel about it all of a sudden a short like i know there's people that have tried to make like serious short films vertically and people just won't take it seriously because there's they're like, what is this a TikTok? But right. Like, and it kind of works. Like it, there's like if if it's vertical, there's more opportunity to get shots that maybe are more up and down as opposed to left and right. I know uh, that was a big reason. Have, did you watch the Snyder Cut when it came out for Justice League? I haven't even seen the original. I, uh, well, if if you're aware, I want it's like on my short list. Yeah, if you're aware, honestly, even though people hated the theatrical cut, I if you find time, f- watch both so you can see the differences and how much better Zack Snyder made it. But Snyder uh, put it in the aspect ratio that's like a square box. Like I forget what exactly what that ratio is, but it's like a square box is how that that uh, film was fi- like edited and everything and he did it because he said he thought it it, uh it played more an homage to like comic book panels like just the box and yeah which is which was interesting and you can see it in like just the way that the characters move even though it's very similar to the theatrical cut in some ways you're like i can see why this is better now for this kind of movie it's also four hours so it's a bit of a sit through wow yeah, I watched two movies last night that probably were about that same time. I yeah. watched Ocean's Eleven and The Fugitive because I'd never seen them before. Interesting. You just yeah. like were like, I've never seen. Them. I was like, I got a lot of free time tonight. Why don't I just knock out some movies? Cause I usually watch football on Sunday, but the Commanders play tonight. We'll lose to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know. Um. Anyways, I want to circle back to YouTube because this is the YouTube episode. Yeah. Um, I, I I wanted to bring up some old channels. That I used to watch a bunch, and I like I don't really know what happened to them anymore. But I'm curious if you watch them too. Um, first one is Smosh. So I was never subscribed to Smosh, but I definitely would occasionally see their videos because neighboring YouTubers is who I watched. Right. So yeah. Right. I remember watching Smosh all the time, and I think that they were such a fascinating anomaly in YouTube and comedy mm-hmm. because it was always a very like kind of dumb, cheap, kind of crude sense of humor. Yeah. But it appealed so well to that, like, 8 to 18 age group, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. And they also had a lot of really good bits, kind of, I, I don't know if it was before their time, per se, but, like, the, you know, what if blank was blank? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, I mean, they cornered the market on that shit. And they were number they one subscribed battle. to at one time. Yeah, yeah. they were the biggest thing there. Um, and... I know they've all gone their separate ways now, and, and you know, so Smosh really still is a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. It like still kind of exists as like a sketch channel. I mean, yeah, the really the only it's definitely different. The only gone their separate ways that exists is that Anthony now has his yeah. own, cha- which is super interesting too, because he does like interviews. Yeah, he's really kind it's of really cool. a little more serious. He's still goofy as hell. And like, Ian now serious. runs this like empire of Smosh, yeah. which is crazy that they've made it that far separately too. Mm-hmm. 
Um, another one I want to talk about was Ryan Higa. Yeah, I, I know Ryan very well. Yeah. I mean, I don't know Ryan. That'd be great. That'd, but be, really cool. that'd be really cool. I remember I, the, like, How to Be Blanks. How to Be Ninja. How to Be Gangsta. All his music stuff. Yeah. Um, those were, like, other things that, I mean, it's such a quintessential time of YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I, like, kind of miss those things, but I feel like they couldn't exist forever, you no, know? No, I, th- I think Ian and Anthony, talking about Smosh, have said that, like, that kind of crude, but also, like, really funny and out-of-nowhere sense of humor they had then just, like, wouldn't survive now. Right, because there is... People, I feel like, are kind of looking for a little something higher than just being, like, balls! Yeah, yeah. Like, every once in a while, that still works, but it doesn't, like do what he did mm-hmm. back then. I don't back... know if it's also because we're older. Like, the generation that grew up on YouTube is older. Mm-hmm. I, I, like, feel like I'm at a point like where I kind of understand adults where they are, like, very attached to a certain kind of media and what they mean by you grew up with it because it's like, I grew up with YouTube. Mm-hmm. And so now there's, like, things that I hold fondly and, like, I'm enjoying the, like, changes of it but, like, I'm now looking for something better but in the same places I found yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I was subscribed to Ryan, not, I wouldn't say from the beginning, but from pretty early on, and then I finally upsub- unsubscribed to him when I realized he's not doing anything else with this channel. Because, like, yeah. RHPC is gone, he's doing Twitch now, which is great that he's still creating stuff, and I think he said that he's probably moved on from that channel doing that, mm-hmm. which is fine. So I unsubscribed, and I was like, you know what, it's okay. Maybe I, I don't, I can't remember if I did. Well, it's like, um... Oh, no, I didn't. Look what at was that. it? Uh, well... Ray William Johnson? Yeah. Ray William Johnson? Mm-hmm. Ray William Johnson. Yeah, with Equals 3. Mm-hmm. And then there was that whole, he was going to leave it, they are trying to find a separate host, and then they finally just shut it down. Yeah, which is sometimes uh, okay to do. C-Nanners was a big gamer. Interesting. Who, um, his channel went dead for a year, he lost a bunch of subscribers, he came back, um, got a lot of it back, and then quit again. Mm-hmm. It's just like, kind of ebbs and flows with these people. Yeah, which is like, it is it is so strange that YouTuber is such a occupation that is so desired by so many, and I I'll admit even sometimes I've I've desired it and sometimes still do desire it, but like the fact that it's so unpredictable and so not stable, yeah. it's a little more stable than it used to be. But the fact that it's such an unstable occupation is like it's the, so weird. The other thing I wish about YouTubers that you would see a little more, and like kind of an honesty on it's like what those people did besides YouTube when they were getting started. Because mm-hmm. the the false narrative that I think every kid has who wants to be a YouTuber is that you post one video, you're instantly famous, you never got to worry about anything else. And you have to drop but everything. As yeah. a 22-year-old dude who like wants to be in the content world and has an engineering degree, I'm like not getting hired by any, by the content world. I'm also now not getting hired by any engineering things mm-hmm. because I didn't do any engineering yeah. for the back half of college. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, what am I supposed to do with myself now, like in a month when I'm done college mm-hmm. and I have like nothing to do? Like, don't, you don't start even a podcast will be done. No. I don't want semester. Don't start a podcast will be released. I'd have to start writing it and then finding people. And I don't know where I'm going to do that. Yeah. I would have my TikTok. I'd be able to maybe go do stand up and stuff. But like, I'll know, kind, yeah. of, kind of hurtling off a cliff here. Like, I've got some scripts for things that, like, I could spend time working on. But, like, I need to be making money soon. And is it? And, and I wish there were people who would talk and be like, yeah, like, I had to take, like, a day job, like, 
here or like oh and this is a true story about some youtubers where they're like yeah they were like an engineer and then switched but like markiplier right like being able to like know that you have time to do both until your dream job becomes your real-time job because i think i'm kind of stuck in a false narrative where i watched my parents come home from work and then work until they go to bed yeah and that just isn't fun to me. And I don't want to take a job that I spend, you know, my nine to five and then my five to nine, mm-hmm. you know? So like, it's like scary to like not know what's on the other side of graduation. Yeah. And I think, graduation I think there's a lot of uh, of YouTuber, not a lot. I think there's a few YouTubers that are pretty transparent about the fact that, yeah, you, if you want to take the risk on YouTube, go ahead, but you might still be in the same position that you are now 10 years from now, 15 years from now. There are people, I think, that have started YouTube early when YouTube was a thing and even now are still struggling to make a buck from it. Like, yeah. Which is, I and I'm I'm glad that there are some YouTubers, like like we've been talking about them. Markiplier, Mark has said multiple times in like conversations or when he's on podcasts that like he got lucky, which I think is totally a factor even if you grind on YouTube, it really is just about the... It is one person finding you in the right moment. And then after that, it is about working hard, putting in the effort for the content so people will stay with you. But that first spark is literally... And especially now that the algorithm has evolved so much... And it's oh, everything's oversaturated because everyone yeah. thinks they're going to be the one. Mm-hmm. Which is like I, th- which is why people thinking they're going to be the one now, if you really make it now, mm-hmm. it is extra luck. Which is kind of what I like about this podcast one semester is that I don't think either of us approach this with like, it's going to blow up. No. And because we gave a finite and we're like, okay, we're not going to do this until we get famous. We're like, no, this is going to end in December. Mm -hmm. We're going to be done with it. Yes. It is a time capsule for where we are right now. Yeah. But like the cool thing about it is, is let's say years and years down the line, one of us were to be successful. Mm -hmm. This is a very interesting distillation to be like, this is where we were right now. Yeah. To also share to people like, if we ever were to get big, like this is this is what that path looks like. Where you're just you're just doing something for fun. Yeah. And I think that that's something I forget a lot about in this path that YouTubers kind of say is make sure you're having fun doing it. If you're doing it just because you want to blow up, but like you're not even enjoying it, it's not gonna happen. Yeah. If you seem authentic, if you look like you're having fun, you don't need a schedule. You don't need those things because it will come to you. Mm-hmm. Like if you are really trying to get started and you really have passion for it, go ahead. Just be aware of the fact that you are going to have to hold yourself up to keep that passion because it's not going to be about waiting until you get big to feel like you're doing it. You have to validate yourself. Yeah. I mean, even being where I am now, which is like a few followers. Yeah. A few th- it like I, you have to hold yourself up all the time and be like, oh, am I having fun? Am I still doing something I enjoy? Mm-hmm. That's really hard to do. Yeah. And I think maybe we've set ourselves up to be satisfied with one semester until the end because it's finite. So we are not feeling drained with the fact of we're going to have to keep doing this until we don't want to. Right. Even if we don't want to, I think we've, like, if, if one day I'm just like, I don't want to record, it's like a, no, we have to record and we have to edit, we have to get it up, work on YouTube because once it's all done, then it's done. Then it's we, done. And we might want to do it, but if we were to get back in a room together and be talking to people, to each other as like a podcast, it cannot be one semester. It, it and, just and, cannot. And that is exactly, it's great to come full circle because that is exactly with Unis Honest what I took from it and what I wanted to put into this is that 
people joke about them doing a Tunis honest, like doing a second version of the channel. And two anuses. Two anuses, because there's two assholes. Right. Uh, but, oh, Mark, you're, Mark, are you calling Markiplier an asshole? Uh, possibly. He's <gasps> called himself that. Jacob Marscola calls Markiplier an asshole. Get him! But Unis Anis would never do that, and even if they did, they said on the videos they released yesterday, it wouldn't be the same. And it literally, there would the, the meaning that was put into Unis Anis would never exist again, and it can't exist again. And... It goes the same for one semester. It goes the same for anything that you have passion for and set a finite goal for. There is a purpose to this podcast, and if it were to continue after this, it wouldn't be the same. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it would diminish the the value of what it is now. It just would never be the value that it has now. No. For me or you, for anyone that actually listens and cares about right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Before we wrap up, I just want to ask you a hypothetical. It, let's say someone is listening to this and it's like 2030. Mm-hmm. What, like, what do you even think is, like, going through their head right now? First of all, I think they've been confused this entire time every time I mention Unis because I'm sure it's forgotten about. At least yeah. for them, the people that would be listening to this if they found it. Like, there's definitely people that still exist. I will never forget about it. But even talking about YouTube, YouTube might just be gone. Like, there's a... Such... Oh, right, because we'll all be in the metaverse. Yeah, we'll be in... Yeah, it'll, it'll be MetaTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think... I think, honestly, there still is... There will always be that underlying message of something, everything has an end, and have fun with it while you have it. And I think anyone listening in 2030 still could take that from it, which is which is good. I have hope that that's never going to be a message that's just no longer, like, tangible for someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really fun note that we're leaving on. Yeah. I enjoy talking about the inevitability. Yeah. I enjoy making a podcast about the inevitability. The inevitability I, is probably the thing that scares me the most and gives me the most like like on like on like I literally like my body will like shudder and I'll like have to like for like I'll like sh- literally shake mm-hmm. but like shit I better get comfortable with it at some point because yeah it's inevitable I think you should be proud of yourself for making a podcast that embraces inevitability I appreciate that I feel like that's something that I need to go sit down and actually like you just yeah. said that and I think you just changed my life and I'm like not even kidding because I like walking into here today was even like we're all gonna die and it's everything's inevitable one semester changing lives even with the hosts one semester Kachingo. Kachingo. anyway that's the music and uh, we're gonna be out of here so thank you for listening and uh, feel free to share with your friends there's only so much time left any parting words? Yeah, feel free. Hear that, please? Ready to go. Ready. We're coming for you. Let's go get it. Let's go!